This is episode number 575, Coffee Conversations with my top seven biggest takeaways and lessons going into 2018. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. We've got a special one today, guys. We have had a powerful, powerful year at the School of Greatness headquarters. I decided to bring Cesarado, a.k.a. Caesar, a.k.a. the man of mystery, back on the show for part three of Coffee Conversations because so many of you guys keep saying, hey, bring on Caesar. We love Caesar. Uh, and even though I kind of dominate the conversation, he always brings in that that little nugget of wisdom that just resonates to the masses. So I'm excited to bring him back on to talk about the seven big takeaways, big lessons, and really big things to think about going into next year. And if you're not implementing these seven things, I believe you're going to be missing out big time on the growth of your business and the growth of your life. So these are powerful seven lessons going into next year. Before we dive in, Shout out to the fan and the review of the week. Mariana Wild said, gosh, where do I even begin? This podcast makes me feel like I'm in a dream as I drive into my nine to five job. It gives me the foundation to believe in myself and that I am really created for a purpose. And even though my purpose might change day to day, it's up to me to take action towards those dreams. I'm a Whole30 alum, so of course, the episode with Melissa Hartwig was amazing. And to hear stories of the dark places you both have come from and how you use it to get to where you are today is so inspiring. Thank you for providing this platform and for impacting so many people's lives. So Mariana Wild, thank you for leaving your review. You are the fan of the week. And if you guys want a chance to be shouted out on the podcast just head over to the podcast app over on iTunes or your podcast app on your phone, and it's easier now than ever to leave a review over on the podcast app. So just go to School of Greatness, leave a review for your chance to be the fan of the week. All right, guys, I'm pumped. Without further ado, let's dive into this one, Coffee Conversations with Caesar. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, na na na. Ooh, na na na. It's coffee conversations. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, we are back. Matt Cesarato is in the house, and it's Christmas. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone. This is Coffee Conversations part, what is this, part three or four? Part three. Part three, the year is coming to a close, 
and I thought I'd sit down with Caesar, oh wise Caesar, and talk about the seven big takeaways from this year and the most important things to focus on for next year. Mm. And they're kind of both in the same when I was thinking about it. So 2017 has been a pretty big year. It's been our biggest year yet. We've done some amazing things. We had our second annual Summit of Greatness, which was twice the size as the year before. And we already sold more tickets. Uh, we already sold uh, more tickets for next year's than we did all of this year within like a couple of days, which was cool. We launched our second book, The Mask of Masculinity, which was not really a wise business move necessarily, but more of a mission for us to really build a legacy to give back to people. And it's been amazing the journey that people have been going on, discovering their inner pain and struggles of what's been holding them back. So that's been fun. We tried something new with the Millionaire Morning, Millionaire Morning book. If you guys don't have that yet, you can go to themillionairemorning.com. It's a free book. I've had thousands of people sign up for it, and that's pretty, pretty cool to test that out. It's free. All you got to do is pay for shipping. Themillionairemorning.com. Podcast is uh, almost at its five-year anniversary, and we've almost doubled in monthly downloads from a year ago which is pretty cool. So that continues to grow. Awesome. We launched a, a, a membership program where people get, so many people wanted to get strategies from us on how to continue to grow their audience and their brand and yeah. generate more sales online. So we, but we have these bigger offerings that are $1,000, $2,000. So we decided to do a monthly program for just 49 bucks a month where you get a powerful strategy to help you generate more leads, traffic, and sales every month. Uh, and that's been amazing. We've got so many people in there who are getting big results. Yeah, we had so many people that were asking for coaching from you. So many. So many. And uh, the only way to really get that was through one of our high-ticket courses. That's it. So we wanted to make it more attainable to get on, you know, online ongoing coaching from Lewis yeah. uh, for business strategies, basically implementing the top strategies we do implement for our business. That's it. So. And it's been a game changer. So many people getting great results. Great. We We launched our... Greatness Mastermind, which was just completed its 12th month, first full year, and people mm -hmm. got incredible results, and that's our high-ticket, ongoing coaching, experiential learning with, uh, we had 20, 23 powerful influencers and entrepreneurs on, in this year. We're adding another 25 for next year, so I'm pretty excited about that. It's going to be an amazing group. It's going to be an amazing group, and... Um, We've just been doing a lot of cool stuff. We've been trying different stuff. Some stuff we do last minute, so it's, sometimes it's all over the place, <laughs> but it always works itself out, which I like. Um, what else did we do that was big this year? We we, we we got an LN twice. That was cool. That was powerful. Yeah. That was pretty fun. That I mean, I never great. done that. I was nervous out of my mind, so that was cool <laughs> get on LN. And we, we started filming um, a documentary that we haven't really talked about. But we're in the works of that now. And so I'm, you're ready to talk about it. Here we go. Well, <laughs> we've been filming, so I, we're not going to talk too much about it, but we'll just say that we started filming, which was pretty cool. So I'm excited to see the rough cut, which we should be getting back in the next week or two. Um, but what else? Is there anything else I'm missing? The, the bigger things? Those are all the big picture, you know, changes we've we've made. Yeah. Yeah. 
we did a remake over model to our studio, the great new studio. We had some unbelievable guests on the show this year, which I'm super thankful for. Um, yeah, it's just been rocking and rolling. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun this year. Definitely had some challenges and some, some lessons to share, but I thought I'd cover the top seven takeaways from this year and also the seven big things to focus on for next year. So they're kind of one and the same. Right. So this is the first one. Matt doesn't know what they are. For those that are curious what Matt, who Matt is, Caesar, uh, Matt's is Caesar's first name. So Matt doesn't know what they are. So I'm going to share with him what my seven big takeaways are from the year and also the big lessons for next year to remind myself to continue to do these things with our team. Number one is to think bigger and take risks. Think bigger and take risks. Now, why I say that is because I had a conversation with Naveen Jain, who was uh, a guy who was on the podcast. This guy is literally taking people to the moon. And he was talking to me about, you know, if you want to take your business from seven to eight or eight to nine figures, he's like, you really need to think on a much bigger scale first and see. And you have to think about how you could change everything. Otherwise, you're just going to get small incremental results if you think like semi-big. But if you think like kind of outrageously big, then your mind opens up and expands of what's possible and what you could tap into, other resources of abundance in the world that you can tap into to grow your business. So thinking bigger and taking risks, I think for me, is more exciting than just saying, you know, let's double our business this year. Let's do this this year. But Really, what's something we could do that could exponentially grow? Right. And, and so I, I talked to you about that. Yeah, this is huge because, you know, uh, ultimately, what, two and a half years ago when I came on the team, um, I came from kind of a, a corporate, <laughs> corporate atmosphere and nothing wrong with that at all. But um, I found that it wasn't a place where people were really thinking absolutely huge. And How were they thinking? Like, we just need to heat reach these next milestone for the next quarters. Yeah, let's let's hit, just make, make sure we investors hit are happy and- that goal that is just going to make everybody happy instead of going beyond that, going let's blow people's minds with the results that we can create. And without doing something that at the outset, what I'm finding is that you're you're never really going to truly get to that unbelievably crazy goal that scares the mm-hmm. crap out of you. So, you know, when, when we started working together, I, I think that was something that was always so exciting. Also about our friendship. It was always mm. like, <laughs> yeah. let's go just do something that's Crazy. just going to absolutely be super exciting, super fun, and just go for it. That's it, man. And ultimately, to bring that into your business and to see what it's done for our business. Now, listen, there are drawbacks at times. It scares your team. It scares individuals. Uh-huh. And it, it basically sometimes paralyzes you to not really know where to move forward to. Mm. Now, that's not something that should limit you from taking that huge risk. Yeah. But ultimately, it, it teaches you to back into how do we get there, you know? Yes. Start at What's, that end goal and mm-hmm. then move your way back. Reverse engineer it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So that's the exciting part about, I mean, working in, in this entrepreneurial space where we're basically starting from a small business and trying to, create a huge impact and ultimately the way that you know i've seen you create this even before i came on board is is super powerful i mean you decided to start this podcast ultimately from what i understand from the stories that you've shared with me you decided to go i'm not going to listen to what everyone's telling me 
go for something very niche, very mm-hmm. safe, very this. You're like, no, I, I want to learn everything from everybody, from the biggest people out there because I'm not satisfied by, by just focusing on one single thing. I want to focus on everything. I want to right. learn everything. I want to open myself up to all possibilities yeah. in my life. Total Health, optimization, wealth, yes. Yeah, you know, um, spirituality, relationships, relationships all of those business, things. Yep, all of those quote-unquote verticals um, that mm-hmm. people want to, you know, create greatness in their lives. So um, anyways, back to, yes. you know, what, what you're Think talking about. Think bigger here. and take risks. I feel like there's a lot of people who are playing safe. And even with the people we coach in the, the Greatness Mastermind, you know, when we bring them on and we do our initial call with them, I, I ask them about, okay, what did you create in the last 12 months? And where do you want to go in the next 12 months? And I always start with a 12-month thing. And usually people are like, I want to earn a certain amount of income in the next 12 months. I want to do this. And sometimes I feel like it's not big enough. And I'm like, okay, what would it take to do that in the next 30 days? And then there's a little bit of panic because they're like, well, I don't even know how that's possible. And I said, okay, well, if that was possible, what would need to happen? And then people start to say, oh, okay, well, maybe if it was possible, here's what I would need to do. And they're like, okay, I would take these steps, this step. I would have urgency with these calls. I would have urgency here. I would launch this product, whatever it may be. I would hire that person I need to hire. And I say, well, why don't we just do that now? Why wait till the end of the year? Why don't we just do that right now? And they're like, well, I don't know. I never thought of that. And I'm like, okay, let's create a challenge. And I think people don't have enough urgency in their life. I I go to the extreme with this example, and I'm not saying you need to, but I always say, well, if someone had a gun to your head and said, if you don't create this in the next 30 days, I'm going to shoot you and shoot everyone you love. It's kind of drastic to say that. (laughs) But you would figure out a way. If your life was on the line and your child's life or your wife or your husband or your family for you to create those results, you would do whatever it took. Right. And you would do whatever it took in, uh, you know, in 30 days to create the results you wanted in 12 months. And then your life would be transformed. Right. Now, is it easy? No, I'm not saying it's easy, but you can simplify the process by just taking extreme action and really executing. But you got to dream bigger and you got to take those risks in that process. So that's number one. Big takeaway for me. And big lesson going into the next year is to think bigger and take risks. And if you have not declared what you want to create for a 12-month goal for yourself financially, your income, and your impact, then write those down right now. Circle both of them, how much you want to make, the impact you want to make from the work you're doing. Then I would also put like a health goal also, like what's the health you want to maintain throughout the year. Uh, Write those three things down and circle them. Get clear now. Otherwise, if you're not clear you're going to have an unclear year. Right. And I'm, I'm going to stop you there, Lewis, just because I know while people are writing that down right now, they're probably writing down something that's still limited in their mind. Mm. So times that by two. Yes. And figure out, reverse engineer how yes. you're going to get to that times two. Now, some people may be un- super unrealistic and be like, I want to make a billion dollars and you're broke on your sister's couch. Right. And that's okay. Listen, you can, you're you can gonna dream f- that. Yeah, you can dream that and try to reverse engineer. If you find yeah. yourself having a real, real hard time trying to reverse engineer that, then ultimately maybe you are making that kind of, I don't know, silly goal. I, I mean, there's no real it's, silly goal. Yeah, I mean, but, anything's possible. Listen, right. I don't want to limit anyone here, but I also want to say, okay, it's a billion dollars in a year. Probably not going to happen. I mean, very few billionaires in a year do that. But 
let's get to a million first. Right. A, a safe a safe thing that I mean I've seen you use in a lot of your coaching is think of the 10x, right? Yeah. Think of that 10x. Exactly. You know, if you're at a thousand on your Instagram right now, oh, what's it going to take to get 10x yeah, that? Exactly. In X amount of time. That's it. Right. So number one, think bigger and take risks. Number two, powerful, powerful point and lesson and takeaway, but also a point for next year. Build an all-star team. And I believe we've got a really solid all-star team, but I'm always looking to optimize and push the team to get better, to improve, but also we're looking – I'm I'm looking for key players always to come on the team. Always. Always. People email me. You don't see this all the time, but I get this every week from people saying, mm-hmm. I'll come work for you for free. I want to come learn. I want to come work as an intern. I want to do this. People are like, don't even pay me. I just want to work for you and show my value. A lot of the times these people email me, I, like, I love the passion. I love the excitement. But I need to know how you're going to help 10x our business mm-hmm. without me having to hold your hand and having to coach you the whole time. And usually that's what I get, unfortunately. But I'm always looking for people. We did a meeting last week where I'm meeting people and seeing who could add value to the growth of our company, to our mm-hmm. business and our brand. And sometimes you're resistant to it. Because you're like, all right, we don't need to do more meetings. But I'm always like, who are those players who are going to take our brand in the next level? Right. This guy may or may not be able to, but he had some great things to say, and I'm excited to test it to see. Sure. So I'm always looking for people that can help us achieve those goals that we have over the next 12 months and beyond. Um, so that's something to think about. And one of the things you can do, you know, our team has a lot of the people on our team have been with us for three, four years, which is really cool because in the world of startups. Most people leave after like a year, two years. They like get some experience and they go somewhere else. So we really try to cultivate a growth mentality within our team as well. Some of the things that we do to support the team is we do a weekly uh, team meeting every single Monday going over what we're grateful for, the things we want to create that week, any challenges we might be facing. Uh, so that team call, since half of us are virtual and things like that, um, it's really important for us to all come on a video call once a week at least. Yeah. But yeah. The, the team, if you don't have all-star players in your team, you can't produce professional results in the world. If you've got, you know, junior varsity, it's hard to build a you know, successful, thriving business. I agree. If everyone is playing at a level that can't compete with the quote-unquote professionals in the world. And that's, I think that's the beauty of, of our team. We really truly have a bunch of all-stars on our team in their niche. And it may not have been that way at the outset. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, including myself, as someone who's learned over the past two and a half years what it takes to operate and support a small business with a visionary like yourself and with you know, a bunch of key players on our team. I mean, ultimately, we, when I first came on board, we needed to be in that startup mentality, lean and mean. Many hats being worn by many different yeah. people. And that's still how we're working. But I think at this point in time, based on what we created this year, we are starting to see that it's it's that time to start hiring some new people, some mm-hmm. new support and positions. Yep. So we've beefed up customer support this year. Yep. Um, we've beefed up uh, our editing of our content this year, you know, bringing Absolutely. out a, it's basically a full-time editor, someone who is dedicated video to editing, just video full-time editing. Full-time audio editing. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, we're taking those those big steps and that that those big growth steps, you know, um, with hiring are so key in any small business. Um, you gotta so, have the right people in, in place, and 
And once you have the right people in place, you got to make sure you really take care of the people on your team, listen to what they need, get the feedback, you make sure they feel supported. Um, because the challenging thing is, is losing people and then having to find new people and hire and train people. That's a, that's a whole challenge in itself. So really cultivating a growth mindset with the people on your team is important and a healthy culture in in your program. I mean, whatever your business is, however many people, whether it's three people creating a safe, intimate culture to get to know each other, Mm -hmm. not only personally and professionally, um, talk about personal goals, you know, connect rather than just being robotic and just connecting on business only connect on a personal level with people that creates long lasting relationships, long lasting business Mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, I mean, that's, I have to say again, a testament to what you've created, um, even with people that were on board our team long before me, Yeah, you know, um, Christine, our podcast producer, I mean, she has absolutely been there every step of the way Mm -hmm. and been a huge support. She's got an amazing energy, an amazing spirit. Um, Everybody on our team just has great energy and are, are here to make the impact. They're yeah. here invested in the mission. You know, they're also invested in our revenue goals, yep. our metrics, our stuff that we have to hit and we are setting out to hit and doing that big crazy goal, you know, mm-hmm. every year. But ultimately everyone is invested in the mission and the vision that you are out there to create for this right. business, right. which is the impact of a hundred million people mm-hmm. to living their greatest lives. That's it. So One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The team is everything. You can't do anything on your own. I remember when I started out, I was trying to do everything on my own and you could I could only go so far and it was exhausting. And I I started gaining a ton of weight. I didn't sleep well. Just a lot was off. So you need a team if you want to scale your business or scale your income. Very few businesses I feel can do it can scale with a small team let alone a a JV team it's hard to really be a professional create professional results with JV players so invest in building an all-star team that's number two uh, for for next year number three strategize organize systematize Again, when we have our big dreams and we build our team, one of the things that Brendan Burchard talked about when we had him at our mastermind talking for four or five hours teaching everyone, which was amazing, the biggest thing is strategy. You know, a lot of times people are just on social media all day responding, responding to emails, responding to tweets and Instagram, and uh, just trying to get sales quickly without strategizing how you're going to deliver on the bigger dream and the bigger risk that you have. So first is strategy. What's the strategy we want to create? Then how we're going to organize our 
our plan, how we're going to organize our team, our all-star team that we have together, and how we're going to systematize the processes so people can execute on their specific roles. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't have a strategy for the team, it's going to be disorganized. And so we get to organize a team once we have the strategy and then have systems in place. We were just talking about this today on our team call about making sure we all have systems systems and standard operating procedures in place so that when we do bring new people on, they can have trainings and uh, and get caught up to speed quicker than just trying to figure it out on their own. That's right. So that, strat- that practice yeah. never ends. Yeah, exactly. Strat- ends. Strategize, organize, systematize. That's why I think it's important every week to continue to do strategy sessions. You know, me and you even get to do more of that ourselves. Sometimes we'll go like a month or two where we're like just trying to stay caught up and up to speed and because we're doing so caught, much. You get caught in the grind. And yeah, you get when caught you've, in it. you've set those amazing goals, those huge goals, then you start getting caught up in just the grind of completion yeah. throughout the course of that. Just and executing, you, responding. You always have to give yourself a breath to – to tap into that overall strategy right. at the top level, even if it's just you and I. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did that on the flight back yeah, yeah. from New York just recently. It was great. I mean, that was that was we a got time. Cl- more clarity. I know. We six got hours, five or six hours on a flight, but we got clarity, started planning next year, and it was great. Right, right. It was absolutely hilarious. I was like, no, you're sitting back here, you know, with me. You know, because, I mean, I couldn't get the upgrade for, like, business class or something. <laughs> and I was like, no, we need to sit next to each other. That's true. So God bless you for hanging good. in there. It's good, yeah. No leg no room. No leg room. <laughs> I used to get no leg room all the time, so I'm used to it. So strategize, that's, that's key, though. I mean, if you don't have your strategy in place, you're always going to be, like, just trying to catch up, just being a rat race. Like, we were in the subway in New York City, and I was as much as I love the subway, I love the energy, but you're also just like, I'm looking around, and I'm seeing people running from place to place, and I feel like there's not much strategy in that type of mindset. So how do we get out of that rat race mentality and really strategize the bigger dream and execute it with systems and being organized with those procedures? So yep. those procedures, I mean, those, those are really key. Yeah. And sometimes people think, oh, we, we've done this once. So the procedure is going to stay the same. It's not going to change. I mean, you have Things to continue to optimize those procedures mm-hmm. as you continue to grow. Yep. The systems don't necessarily stay the same as you start to grow or bring in new courses or, or lead to technology year. or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. that's an ever going practice in a business. Those, you know, what's the, the standard operating procedures, yep. the SOPs. I mean, those always have to be almost on a weekly basis. Now we're, now we're starting to implement our Friday bookended call, the greatness huddle mm-hmm. and that greatness huddle we're stepping into every week. What is something that every person on our team is continuing to do more than once. And that way we sit, we sit down and go, well, that's another place where we can set up a procedure so that, you know, ultimately those mistakes aren't made on processes that are handled over and over and over. Yeah. So, I mean, Honestly, you can get everybody on your team creating one a week. That's it. And that's a win. That's an absolute win. It takes a little bit of time. And I know some people are like, ah, I'm stuck in the grind. Um, I got to get all these tasks completed. Take a breath. Take a moment. You have to give yourself permission to do it. Otherwise, it's never going to get done. Mm -hmm. That's it. So that's number three. Number four, innovate with new products and approaches. Uh, I think a a company that doesn't innovate – sets themselves up for challenges in the future. Now, there's also some companies that have been around for 100 years or something that continue to do the same thing 
that are still thriving. I think of like In-N-Out. We just got back from the airport. Hmm. And In-N-Out Burger has like the same whatever, five products, burger, fries, shake, and that's it. I mean, I don't even know what else they have. Yep. Maybe cheese fries or what something. What are they doing? Like they're delivering the same product. Same quality of product yes. over and over for the last however many years, yeah. right? right? Whereas you see a, a McDonald's, which has innovated every year. They bring in salads. They bring in this, chicken sandwich, whatever it is. Sure. They used to be like uh, in and out but now they're more innovative, I feel like, with their products and approaches. Right. More variety, right? More variety. Yeah. So, you know, I say that because I think – I personally believe if you're a small business, you've got to be innovative. If you've got a brand and that's big um, and you can deliver on the same product that people crave every single day, then you don't need to be innovative. Maybe you need to be innovative in your speed of delivery or in your processes or in software or systems, things like that, Mm -hmm. uh, and keeping the products the same. But I think as a small business thriving, trying to go from six to seven, seven to eight figures, you've got to be willing to innovate with new products approaches that's something we've done you know we've tested new products and approaches this year that have paid off big time the greatest mastermind our monthly uh membership called the inner circle you know the summit of greatness last year was a new innovation that has taken on a a whole new wave with our community just bringing the community together now this new book called the millionaire morning trying something different where we give away a book for free and charge shipping so we're innovating in ways that I believe are helping us grow our audience, make a bigger impact, and bring in revenue. And let me tell you, I think at the simplest, I mean, for everybody going, well, how do you make those decisions to innovate? Honestly, to, to share with everybody listening, it's ultimately the customer asking for the things more than once. We've had multiple people yeah. asking for high-level coaching from Lewis. We've had multiple people asking for lower price point coaching that's attainable and affordable. We've had people asking, what are the things that Lewis does on a daily basis? What routines has he implemented in his life to create success? That's where Millionaire Morning Booklet has come mm-hmm. into. Yep. And, and ultimately, everyone has asked for that opportunity to get together, get our community together, get our School of Greatness li- listeners together mm-hmm. at one place in person. Because we all know that that personal connection I mean, just like you and I looking across from mm-hmm. the desk from each other, it allows us that opportunity to really connect as individuals, go deep, have an opportunity to say hey to everyone out there in the same mindset, same community who are trying to just elevate their lives in whatever way, whether it's, you know, health, wealth, relationships, right. um, spirituality, all those different you know things that people are looking for. So it. it was a great opportunity to get people together at the Summit of Greatness. And all those things now we're focused on absolutely crushing mm-hmm. optimizing Finding, systematizing optimizing all those things that's exactly going back to the previous one focus on those things and ultimately we're gonna we're gonna hit, hit our goals if we just have those systems in place that's it and, and even the the book the mask of masculinity i believe was very you know innovative and a new approach to our brand just because it kind of caught people off guard it was it was different than what people thought i would do next or whatever but I felt like it paid off big because of the impact it's having on people's hearts to their relationships. And it paid off because we were innovative and sold that book two years prior to all this stuff in the media happening. It, all, it just happened to time the media perfectly, unfortunately, with all the sexual abuse scandals and everything else that's happening in the media. But I think because we've been innovative and kind of 
I wouldn't say predicting the future, but kind of having a sense of, oh, we think the puck might be over there in a year or two or three years. I remember when the podcast launched almost five years ago, I remember saying, I think the puck's going to be over there in a couple of years. So let me start it now. Just with this book, I was like, I think the puck is going to be over there about mental health and men tapping into their vulnerability in a couple of years. I didn't know it was going to happen the exact time the book launched, but um, that's what I'm always looking for is like what's happening in the space that people aren't talking about. You know, a few years ago, it was like meditation, like whoever got into meditation three, four or five years ago, then like headspace, it's paid off big because now everyone's overwhelmed and stressed and on their phone and constantly in anxiety and they're looking for solutions and meditation is there as a solution. So I think look for the trend of what's going to be the biggest pain point for people in your space. Mm -hmm. What are you hearing right now? And what do you see happening as it continue to happen in the future and start leaning into that space? So uh, this is number four, innovate with new products and approaches for your business. Number five, anything else on that one? Number four? No, No, that's great. I mean, I mean, ultimately the last thing I'll, I'll share is, I mean, you, you talked about masculine masculinity. That was something that you were so deeply passionate about. Yes, very. So passionate you also about. you kind of like you said saw the puck, but it's something that you were so deeply passionate about, and that's where I think we found so much success with that book. Yeah, because it was it wasn't like a money play. It wasn't like oh let's do this to make a lot of money. It was like eh, I feel like we have to do this to serve humanity. And it was like, let's do this because I'm passionate about it as well. So some things we do that don't make us money, but I feel like they're just important to do. And it's part of giving back and uh, being a part of the bigger ecosystem. Make that impact. That's it. Yeah, making the impact. It's more fulfilling. Uh, Number five, this is one that I think is very important. I've been doing this for since the beginning, is to invest in your business and bet on you. Now, what I mean by that is, investing back in your brand for years i was you know before matt came on caesar came on i was making money and then reinvesting it in as an angel investor in other brands and part of that was strategic to build relationships and get access to things from these other companies and be a part of these other industries but none of these investments have paid off yet you know some of them i invested seven years in and i still haven't gotten a dime back from any of these investments i'm okay with it because it's led to other relationships and other things where I've met people at these specific events, where I've gotten to interview people on the podcast, which has led to other revenue and opportunities. So I'm okay with it. Um, And I even got an opportunity today from a a good friend of mine who's got a company that's probably going to sell for like a billion or a billion and a half dollars in the next three to five years. It's on that trajectory. And he reached out and he was like, listen, I want you to invest we're bringing on like a few like influencers to invest right now. And I want you to be one of them. And I had to say to him, like, listen, I already know you're going to kill it. Like you're going to make a billion dollars. And I think it's going to happen in the next three to five years. Um, but if I just put that same money into our business and to reinvesting in myself and my team, we would 10 X faster my investment than your three to five X would in three to five years for me. And I'm sure it could open up other doors investing in in that company and I would learn great things and it would pay off in multiple ways. But I'm also just like, let's use the money to invest back into our own business and bet on yourself. 
Like put your money back into ad spend. Put your money back into hiring a coach to help you like overcome any challenges you're facing. Put your money back into buying tickets to those big events where you know you can meet those influencers. Like yeah. buy a big t- event ticket and go t- spend some time meeting people. Um, you have to invest in your business. Invest in your business and invest in you. Invest in going to meetings. Like I take a lot of meetings with people and a lot of the time they don't pan off. But every now and then play, they pan off big time. And sometimes they may pay off five years down the road. But I'm investing that time and energy into myself and into the brand more and more now as opposed to into other things. And I think as long as you bet on you, you will always be successful and you'll always win. But if you put your time and energy onto investing in other things, it may or may not work out. But you are always going to work out one way or another. You're going to figure out a way. It may not happen now, but it'll be investing for your future, which I think is important. It's the best bet. I mean, I, I think anybody would agree. It, it may not, first of all, it may not always pay out for, right away. for people yeah. right away. Absolutely. But ultimately, if it's something that you're passionate about, it's your own business, mm-hmm. then the best opportunity for the best return on your, your investment, yes. right? Putting back into your to business. Put it right back into the engine that you are, that yeah. you individually are focused on every single day so some of the investments that we made back in our business this year i don't even think we've told people this one either but i'm going to say it we invested in the domain name because we wanted to be innovative for the future and really strategize organize and systematize our big dreams we won't share the amount we won't, no, share. We won't share the amount but we invested <laughs> in a, a domain name greatness.com again because i want to continue to we want to continue to grow the brand of greatness and kind of make a clean brand you know school of greatness is the podcast but really we're talking about the word greatness and greatness.com is something we invested in it was a big purchase for us um and we haven't done anything with it yet we've had it for what six months we haven't done anything with it yet because we want to make sure we strategize organize and systematize where the puck is going to be over the next three to five years with you know online education with content with media with websites with all of that stuff so, you know, we're talking about it now and we're strategizing with different people. So we invested in the domain name greatness.com. We also invested in this documentary. We spent a lot of money on this documentary that could make us nothing, but we believe is going to be pay off massive dividends for us. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be powerful. I yeah. know that. It's going to be yes, awesome. The, the, the payoff. I mean, we really don't know. We don't know. We've never done it before. So yet, we don't know. We're innovating. Right. We're That's trying right. something new. We're innovating, but I like doing this because other people in our space in the online world, I don't know anyone else who's doing this. There's a couple people in like the health and things like that world who are doing these cool documentaries, but not many people in my space or our space are creating beautiful cinematic documentaries where they're investing heavily in them um, and doing them you know, well. Some people do them like these interview style documentaries, but I feel like they're kind of skimpy on the investment. And it's like, oh, that was a cool thing, but it wasn't like, whoa, you blew my mind. I think it goes back to you and I being in college. Like, we just loved beautiful, <laughs> epic films. We did. You know? We would go, me and Matt would walk, would we walk most of the time down in the arena district? Yeah. No, we, yeah. Would we walk down there? No, we would drive. No, that's true. No, no, we couldn't we, walk. We would far. drive in the yeah, park. Yeah. There was an amazing, nice little theater in the arena district. I wonder if it's still there. 
in Columbus, Ohio. Actually, I think we might have walked once or twice. Maybe we did. That was a far walk, though. I don't know. We're at the music hall over there. You yeah, know? a mile or two, though. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I feel like we were live closer for some reason, but we didn't. So we would go there at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. And even now, before you had your baby, we would go once a week to the Sundance <laughs> Theater <laughs> down the street and watch some foreign film or some like film that's not even in the mainstream theaters just because we're fascinated, I think, with story and being moved. Yeah. At least I know I am. I, and I, think I love beautiful storytelling, yes. Beautiful storytelling. Whether it's nonfiction, fiction. Oh, it's the best. Absolutely. I mean, I gosh, I remember the days of college. I mean, we were... Oh, we'd see so many movies. I, well, I mean, I remember when Lord of the Rings came out. Oh, it was so epic. We were like waiting, 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 man. waiting <laughs> for the next one to come out, what, like a year or two later? Two years later, usually. And then when yeah. they came out, it was just, you know, I mean, just to see oh, that epic. epic filmmaking um, was really powerful. And I, I think that's ultimately yeah. you know, no. where a lot of that came from. I know. And we're in Hollywood, so we're just trying to, you know, live the dream in Hollywood. A couple guys from Ohio. <laughs> um, so invest. In, what else did we invest in? We invested in the the documentary we're doing. We're invested in uh, the domain name. Back to our team, growth of our team. Back into our team. Right. We bring in new people. We invested in relationships with, uh, you know, I've got a, an entertainment lawyer who's amazing, Todd, who is uh, Todd and Jeff, who have been supportive and helping cultivate different TV shows and things and opportunities for us. We've been uh, investing in that time and that energy with that relationship, Uh, you know, investing back in our event, all these things. I mean, back end of our business. Oh yeah. Back end. Really, really investing in the back end of our business with, with software, CRM upgrades to specific platforms that we use. So we can scale for the future. Absolutely. So we could scale. Because we were in more, I would say intermediate level uh, software for, email marketing and things like that. And now we've kind of gone the enterprise corporate level and paid a lot more, probably like 10 X more than what we were paying before. So um, that's been good. Invest in your business and bet on you. Again, if you don't have a coach, make sure you invest in a coach as well. Uh, numbers. That's number five. Number six. This is, uh, I put health, health, health. Now we went on a, a challenge. We went on a challenge <laughs> before our summit of greatness where we said everyone had to work out like five or six days a week or something. And when people on our team are working out and moving their bodies and are committed to their health, I believe it's just happier, more fulfilling life. <clears throat> it was a cool energy that it created it's with great our team energy. when we had a fitness health challenge. That's it. You know, and everyone was posting every day what they did. I went running. I did a workout. I did swimming or whatever. Right. Right. It's cool. Yoga. And people would post photos in our like group text. And we had like some prizes. We had some like, you know, other consequences or whatever. If you didn't like fulfill your thing, just like fun stuff. Right. But beyond the team building exercise of that, uh, I had a trainer as well for a period of time during this year. And it was the best shape I've been in in years. And I just felt strong felt lean, felt confident, energized. It was very powerful. So I just, it was a big lesson and takeaway to find a consistent plan to be healthy, moving your body, eating well. Because when our bodies are optimized, I believe we'll produce better results in our business and our life. Right. And I believe we'll be happier when we are moving. Get the endorphins going. Absolutely. 
when in doubt, work out, but make it a consistent lifestyle thing. And uh, I highly recommend having a trainer if you can afford one. If not, do group classes where you have an accountability person that you go to with these classes. That's it. I mean, our team, I I mean, at this point, just had a baby. I'm not going to pay for a trainer to train me. No, it's tough. You know, so it was cool to have the team with our fitness challenge, yeah. keep each other accountable. I mean, that's that's essentially all you need. I mean, by yourself, nine times out of ten, most of most of uh, people out there will just allow yourself to not work out when you're too tired uh-huh. or don't want to do it or, or you'll making excuses. Yeah. I did know. that all year. I did that a lot this year. I mean, I, I work out pretty hard on my own. Yeah. But even today, I would set myself up to do a high intensity interval, uh, high intensity interval training. Well, I was going to do five rounds of five uh, for a minute each. And I was like, after the fourth round, I was like, all right, I think I'm good. And I just stopped after four rounds. And I haven't worked out in a few weeks because of Thanksgiving and everything else. And I've been eating a little too much. But I was winded and hurting. And if I had a trainer there, I would have finished. Yeah. Or if Jen, my girlfriend, was there, we would have finished. Because right. she would be still going. And I'd be like, okay, I got to finish. Um, so have someone keeping you accountable. Or go to a group class where you're just in that environment. Yep. So, absolutely. again, you don't need to pay a trainer, but find a way to set yourself up to win with your health. Um, and go listen to the uh, Whole30 episode with Melissa Hartwig, which was a couple weeks prior. If you want to learn more about the Whole30, that was I felt my best when I was on that kind of lifestyle nutrition food plan. So check out Whole30 with Melissa Hartwig on the podcast. Health, health, health. Is number six for next year. Number seven, do things that matter and bring you joy. I think at the end of the day, if you're doing things that don't matter to you and that bring you the opposite of joy, which is what? Anger, frustration, uh, I don't know. What's the opposite of joy? Yeah. Laziness, unfulfillment. Un- un- yeah, unhappiness. Unhappiness. Yeah, so do things that matter to you and that bring you joy. When you're not doing those things, I feel I believe that life is just not as fun. It's just not as fun, and you're asking yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Right. So figure out what brings you joy. And listen, there are going to be some things you do in your business or your job, wherever you're at right now, that may not be fun. They may not be, but there's ways around that too. There I are mean, ways around that. The first coffee conversations, we talked about it. Just gamify those things gamify for yourselves. It. Have you fun. Know. I remember Grant Cardone talking about how he he did a he was a car salesman for like the first ten years and he hated it, but he found a way to make it a game so it was fun for him. That's it. He found a way to have interesting conversations with people. He found a way to you know do different things that would bring him joy throughout the day, and he got great lessons and great learning from it. So figure out a way. There's a lot of things. I remember when I was truck driving, that was not fun sitting by myself in a car. This is pre iPhone. So there was no, I couldn't call anyone. There was no like social media. I didn't have Instagram when I was driving. It was like I had to put a CD in to listen to music and I could only go 55 miles an hour. I wish you had the School of Greatness podcast at that time. I wish I had that, man. (laughs) That would have been so motivating and inspiring. Um, But I found ways to make it fun. I was like, okay, I'm going to stay on the right side and try to like go around people fast and see if I can get there a little faster this time. I'm going to see if I can... I had uh, car parts that I was moving in the back of a truck delivering to Cincinnati 
and then moving them and then taking other car parts up that were used for the cars in Columbus. And I was like, okay, how fast can I make this transition? I was just like making a game out of it. It sucked. I, I did not like it. <laughs> but I found a way to bring joy to moments that I didn't find fun. And I would also like sing like songs to myself, like sing musicals and just be as silly as I could. I was just like, all right, I'm going to do whatever I can to like find meaning and joy in this moment until I said, okay, this isn't what I want anymore. I need to think bigger and take some risks. So I left that job and I started going out and doing stuff on my own. So again, which brings us back to number one, which is to think bigger and take risks. So number seven, do things that matter and bring you joy. And I'm, and I'm always trying to talk about that, and I know you are as well with the team, where we're saying, hey, listen, there's probably things in your role for each member of our team that they don't want to do. There's certain things they don't want to do. There's certain things I don't want to do. You know, you guys ask me to do stuff all the time, and I'm like, I really just want to sit here and chill. You know, I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> you know, it's like pulling teeth sometimes with me. Um, but I also th think about the bigger vision of what we're creating. And that's why on our team calls – we always talk about like what are the what are the uh, testimonials from listeners, from our book buy uh, readers, from our course buyers, from people who come to our events. What are the things they are emailing us saying that has transformed their life? Yeah. What's the thing that's made a difference in their lives? And I try to bring it back to like the difference we are making and how the things we are doing matter to other people in the world. And I try to think, you know, I try to emphasize like. I think what we're doing is pretty cool. Like even though some of the roles maybe aren't as fun as other roles and this and that, but we've got a great team we get to connect with. We get to create meaningful content and bring inspiration to the world to people. We get to work on lots of different types of projects. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty cool. Those testimonials, I mean, those They're are so huge. powerful. They, I don't they, know any, I don't know any other I don't know any other business that gets this many cool testimonials. Like every single day we get emails from people who listen to the podcast or again, read the book and, and find something new out about themselves. They take action on some of the insights, the stories, the lessons, the strategies, and they get results. And then they email us and tell us about it. It's, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's the taking action part. I mean, that's ultimately it. You have to at some point take action. Got to take action. That's the key. So let's, uh, Anything else on that point? Do things that matter and bring you joy? Anything else you'd add there? I mean, ultimately, even if it's just acknowledging yourself at times for completing the things at work, mm. you know, give yourself a moment. I remember, you know, your mom, it's like every now and then she's just got to give herself a moment to get up, even, even just take a walk yeah. after completing something. You know, give yourself a, a reward for the completion of your day, mm -hmm. you know, and over, over the course of time, I mean, you continue to create those habits for yourself and it's going to be, it's going to be a lot easier process, yeah. even if it's stuff that you're in that daily grind mentality. That's it. That's it. So let's go over them again. The seven big takeaways and, and big lessons and insights for next year as well to, uh, to go into next year. Number one, think bigger and take risks. Number two, build an all-star team because you can't build a great business with the JV squad. Number three, strategize, organize, and systematize your business and your life, your mindset, everything. But constantly, every month, do check-ins with strategy and see where are we, where we're going is on the right path. Number four, 
innovate with new products and approaches to the way you do things in your business and in your life. Number five, invest in your business and bet on you. And again, you can do that through hiring coaches or reinvesting back in your brand or your business, your team, going to events, all those different things. Number six, health, health, health. When you optimize your health, you set yourself up to win for your business and your life and your relationships. You feel more confident. You love yourself more. You appreciate things more. You have more energy. Health, health, health. That could actually be number one, but we put it at number six. And number seven, do things that matter and bring you joy. Even though you may not be doing everything you love right now, you can always optimize and gamify it and then get back to a place of saying, okay, how can I think bigger and take some risks to start doing things on the side that bring me more joy or fulfillment or that, that do things that matter on the side until I can make that more of a full-time thing. But even, let's say you love to surf and you start a surfing school. You know, even though you love surfing every single day, but if you're going to build a business around it, there's going to be things that you don't want to do. There's going to be like little things here and there that you're frustrated with or you don't want to do, even though you're teaching people how to surf. That's right. So you just got to be mindful that um, there are some things you're not going to want to do and that's okay. But if you're working on things that make an impact and that matter to you, bring you joy, and you see transformation or or great results in the people who are part of that business, then that's pretty sweet. That's absolutely pretty true. sweet. What, what did I miss? Anything? Those are the seven things that I had, and uh, from from the things that we did this year, and what I think we should continue to focus on for next year. So I'm going to get you back into the health, even though Matt never has put on any weight in his life. <laughs> he cannot work out for a year and eat whatever he wants, and he's still skinny. That um, doesn't mean I'm healthy. That's I mean, true. Skinny fat, you know what I'm saying? Skinny fat. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the seven takeaways I got. Any You want to add one? Is there any one that you think I missed mm. that you would add or you think I – No, I think for 2017, those seven takeaways, those – Takeaways, lessons learned, whatever it may be. I mean, if you focus on each one of those seven, even into 2018, I'm sure we're going to find more. Yeah. It's a continual search, continual growth. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, that last one, you got to find joy in what you're doing, in your business, in your life. You know, rally the relationships around you to support you by picking you up, you know. I mean, potentially... Find the things that are holding you back. Let those things go, you know. Um, that's another way of, a uh, key way, I think, of, of creating joy in your life. Mm-hmm. Let go of the things that are holding you back, bringing you down, limiting you, whether it's yourself or other individuals. I think that's a powerful thing as well. Yeah. And that, that goes right back into the team, you know. If the team, if you feel like there's there's someone or an impact on the team that is holding you back, not creating that forward momentum, it's continual, you know, continual head against the wall or something like that. Uh, I mean, I, I feel very fortunate and blessed that our team is just all in, all mm-hmm. on board. They're awesome. Absolutely. All-stars. They're all-stars. Well, this has been a good year. Cheers to the coffee conversations. Cheers. Yes. Uh, Caesar is the man. We'll have to come back on maybe at the end of the first month of the year to uh, – to do more then so if you guys continue to like this this is part three you guys keep asking for more 
if you continue to like the coffee conversations with Caesar, then just uh, reply on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Email us. Let us know. We'll do more of these. If you have any specific questions for Caesar, go ahead and message us as well. You can get to know uh, the mystery of Matt Cesarato. Um, <laughs> appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. This is a fun one. It's been a great year. Very excited for next year. We have some massive things coming your way. So if you uh, if this is your first time here, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Sign up for our newsletter at lewishouse.com. We've got tons of free training, resources, information. Grab our free book, themillionairemorning.com. Uh, all you got to do is pay for shipping. and You can grab a physical copy of a great little book that will help you with your morning routine to help you make more money that day. Uh, you can also... Uh, get the mask of masculinity, lewishouse.com slash mask. Give it to a friend for Christmas as a gift. It's a great gift to give to a partner, a friend, brother, uh, father, anyone in your life. Just, give it to them. I got a stocking stuffer for each one of the, the men in my life. There you go. Love it. Yep. Um, and as always, subscribe to the podcast, School of Greatness. We are also over on YouTube have over 210,000 subscribers there. We're on Spotify. If you listen to music on Spotify, go subscribe to the podcast over there. You'll get notified when it comes out. And uh, over on iTunes, leave us a review. We've got tons of amazing reviews, and we shout out the reviews of the week every single week. So go leave us a review there. You guys are amazing. Caesar, you're the man. Coffee Conversations Part 3 is complete. There you have it, guys. If you enjoyed this one, Coffee Conversations, let me know. Tweet me at Lewis Howes. Tag me on Instagram at Lewis Howes. And share this with your friends, lewishouse.com slash 575. Again, the seven powerful lessons of the year and things to do for next year to optimize your business brand and your life. Again, if you liked Caesar coming on and you want more of him, just let me know or shoot us an email or, again, message me on Instagram and I'll make sure to share with him what you enjoy the most from that. As always, you were born for something great. You were born to do incredible things. You have a gift inside of you. You have something unique to offer to the world that no one else can offer to the world because no one else will ever be you. Make sure to discover those unique gifts and talents that you were born with. Lean into your curiosity today. Start taking action on the things you truly love and truly love being a part of. You were born to be great. Always remember this, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.